Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. I believe this weekend is uh, is, is quiet, isn't it? It's yes. the calm before the storm because exactly. we've got the following weekend, we've got over. Is, yes. Isn't overdrive right before full overdrive gear? Yeah, overdrive is Friday and, and then yeah. full gear is Saturday. And yeah. then the following Saturday, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, Survivor War Series. Games! War Games, yes. War Games. War Games. What British guy are they going to get to, to yell War Games? Uh, Charlie Dempsey. They should bring the Gameskeeper in. Oh, that's good, too. Well, just have Drew do oh, it. Oh, no, yeah, no, dude. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, a, a thousand times. Yeah, Bailey Matthews. Yeah. Charlie Dempsey. Charlie Dempsey. It's my father. He used to say War Games. Uh, so yeah, that's his, going on in this hands up. Yeah. And he's picking his teeth with his tongue on this episode of, uh, going in raw. We've got an AEW rampage recap, man. How about that? Shibata orange Cassidy match. That was, that was stuff. Else. Yeah, that was good stuff. We've also got a WWE SmackDown recap. Of course, the game himself, triple H Paul Levesque is going to be zooming in at the end of the show to be previewing tonight's WWE Raw. Um, Very exciting. Can I interject here for a second? Yeah, of course. That was your show too, buddy. So I'm here on WWE.com. 
Yeah, right. Forward slash shows, place, forward slash raw. It's the place to be. That's the place to be. That's where the raw preview is. And now that Twitter's not. Wait, what? There's no raw preview right now. There's no raw. There's no raw preview. Are we get, dude? We're gonna get the exclusive. You think from so? Paul Levesque. He's scheduled to zoom in. All right. All right. Yeah, we're gonna get the exclusive raw preview from Paul Levesque. We'll see. We'll coming see up later on in the show, he's gonna zoom in. This is exciting. Wow. We, he didn't. He's he's putting it here first at going in raw. I guess so. Unless someone at digital didn't uh, didn't get the memo about putting it up this morning. Ooh, they need to be careful with that. Paul's not going to be happy. Also on this episode, Braun Strowman once again blasting indie wrestling. Find out what he said and the hot heat reaction to it amongst the wrestling elite. Not the actual elite. I'm saying no. They, they didn't come wrestlers. On wrestlers on twitter yeah <laughs> uh we got an update on logan paul being injured at crown jewel after that amazing performance mm-hmm. um but first let's talk about this wwe sounds like they might have an idea they might have a plan all about this Should might have actually have finally have plans after like a thousand days of this dude being champion and over a, a year no he won the the double championship at mania this year uh-huh. so still coming uh, up on a year seven months champ. i guess yeah. yeah as double champ roman yeah. reigns wwe might have an idea who's gonna beat him larson what's this oh uh, you know we've generally assumed that cody would eventually be the one to to eventually dethrone roman reigns undisputed universal champion but you know it didn't seem like a shoe in you know, the, like the whole reason for him coming back was to win the title. The story was there, but again, what, this is back when Vince was still in charge. Yeah. He didn't know what Vince's whims were going to be at any particular moment. He might try to book some, you know, like uh, I don't know, the Miz to be champ again. For all we know, Don anyway. Mysterio. Yeah, Don Mysterio to be the one dethroned Roman Reigns. But uh, even with Triple H taking over creative, didn't seem like Cody was going to be a shoe and by any stretch of the imagination. So Russell votes recently told give me sport that the game now seemingly has an idea, might have a plan, a very good plan of who will be the person to defeat the head of the table for both those titles. This is what Russell votes had to say to give me sport quote. They have an idea of who is going to beat Roman. I don't know specifically if it's Cody. I don't know if it's the rock. I don't know if it's Bray. But I think there's a handful of guys that they would say, all right, this makes sense for future, but I don't think it's happening anytime soon, to be honest with you. Well, number one, first off, I, I, I don't know what this business is. You're talking about Cody, not necessarily a shoe in. Oh, it's Cody. <laughs> hey, hey, give me sport. I can give you that scoop. <laughs> it's going to be Cody. It's going to be Cody. I mean, I guess now with Bray coming back and if whatever story they're doing with him now, they give it time and 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 let it breathe and let him tell the story he wants to tell before he gets into title pursuits. Especially if Bray gets super popular through the story. I could totally see it being Bray. Um, Organ Grinder here in chat brings up Sammy. The story's there to do it with Sammy. I don't think they're going to do it with Sammy, though. Um, I mean, at this juncture... Again, this is all depending on how the Bray story goes. It's kind of a toss-up between Bray and Cody, in my estimation. Yeah, I don't even think it's close. It's Cody. It, it, he's gonna his return is gonna be just number one, perfectly timed because they're gonna want to do this at the within Rumble, the probably. next year. I yeah. mean, well, yeah, his return, but I'm talking about the title change. Mm-hmm. They're gonna want to do that on like a huge as a huge deal, whether it's night two of Mania or whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I don't see. I, I mean, look. Bray is great, but Bray's the kind of guy who he could be as popular as, as you want. He doesn't he 
they 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 should have learned their lesson and i think there's been reports that uh, yeah now they're, they're not going to they're not going to do bray roman soon mm-hmm. doesn't mean they won't do it 6 months from now mm-hmm. but bray doesn't need his story seems completely and totally divorced from title pursuits and it should be um he seems too he's too i mean he's like literally feuding with himself right now in a mask yeah or or his brother but what but if <laughs> uncle howdy is actually the one that beats roman and then you'd have Bray feud with Dude, Uncle Howdy. I can we just for a second please pause and imagine that like Bo Dallas in Uncle Howdy mask showing up on Good Morning America. I know. <laughs> Good Morning America with both titles. I know. You know? I but, know. Oh, who's who's even on Good Al Roker? That's, that's you, the Today Show, isn't it? Go fucking who's okay, fine, he's on the Today Show that. I don't know who's Al, on Good Morning America anymore. Al Roker. We know you piece of trash under that weatherman mask. <laughs> He's got both. Uh, that'd be a man. It's like lips. You just see his lips underneath oh, the little mask thing. I know they have to. They have to light the studio all different. That would be. He shows up to boxing match. <laughs> He's sitting he sitting ringside at a UFC show. Match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turn towards that camera. Would, <laughs> that would be wildly hilarious. That'd be pretty great. I, I'd do that shit just for that. Um. Yeah, dude, look, Cody came back. He said the whole point of me being here is to win the title, win the big one. He even said that on Twitter. I, I, yeah, I love AEW. They're great. I built that with them. But I, I moved. I, I left to win the big one. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, now as much as I'd love it to be Uncle Howdy uh, winning this, uh, I, I, I know. I, I get what you're saying. Bray is incredibly popular. But in terms of, like, giving a shit about winning titles and, and his big return and how he left – with that, uh, with the Hell in a Cell match, oh my God! If they don't do Cody, then you know they're 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 doing something wrong over there. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it couldn't be Cody at this point. Well, and be, I think they've probably known that for a while. To be honest, well, I think they probably did, especially when Vince brought Cody back in. But you know, uh, if if now that Triple H is assuming creative, I guess it depends on what he thinks is the the better story. You know, maybe maybe this Bray thing they've got laid out for months, and after Bray gets through the Uncle Howdy stuff, if there's a point at which there it makes sense for him to start going after titles potentially, then maybe that's what he'll do. I don't know. I mean, Triple H is also a a a, a, a fairly well known student of wrestling history, and he loves all that. I mean, dude, he single handedly even Vince and Bruce Pritchard were both anti the big gold belt, and Triple H not just brought the big gold belt back back in two thousand two, he made it the top title in the company. Uh, he's all about history. I'm Dusty was all that. over that U.S. No, I'm not. I'm, I know. I know you are. I'm just saying this for conversation. Um, he was Dusty was all over that U.S. title <laughs> video package. It's a thousand percent, Cody. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, let's talk about someone who uh, didn't get uh, the undisputed title at Crown Royal against Roman Reigns. We're talking about Logan Paul. Yeah. Um, shortly after Crown Jewel finished, Logan tweeted that he might have blown out his knee during mm-hmm. his bout against Roman, saying, quote, torn meniscus, MCL, and potential ACL happened halfway through the match. Keep you all updated. Uh, Melser mentioned on Wrestling Observer Radio that he had heard that the injury occurred during the announce table spot. So he did the fr- he put Roman on the announce table, did a frog splash, put Roman through it. Um, uh, no confirmation, obviously. I-, I didn't time the match to see if that happened somewhere in the halfway point. Uh, but there's like two or three spots that he did during the match that if if you had said that's where he blew out his knee, I would not be surprised. Like the buckshot lariat. Anytime anybody does a buckshot lariat, I don't know how they don't blow out their knees. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, he's obviously he's incredibly talented, athletically speaking. Mm-hmm. He did that. I didn't want to say this on the thing, but he did that buckshot better than I think Hangman does, to be honest with you. He yeah, did with a lot of velocity. S- it was smooth. It was quick. Um, the big, the, the big spot that he did after that, which makes this even more impressive was the big leap over the road towards the finish. Um, yeah. Towards the finish there. I don't remember there being a ton between the table spot and then that happened because I think after the table spot is when the Uso showed up, they dragged the uh, entourage in and mm-hmm. Logan was laid out for a lot of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. but still to do that leap yeah. is, is pretty crazy for yeah. him. And then he, they went home. I mean, um, getting, getting through that match, half of it. Uh, I mean, it was a stellar performance. I mean, we said that. I know we got some grief in the comments for our take those on those Saudi Arabia shows, Larson. We got to stop with those because they always get us in trouble. Well, here's the thing: our 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 issues with the match had nothing. We even said hats off to Roman and Logan for putting on a hell of a performance. It was with the creative behind the match, the story being told in the match. And I thought oh, about this man. some more. Oh, oh, you're digging. You're no, digging that's fine. Everybody. I'll talk about it. I don't. I mean, it's my opinion. That's how I felt. People have a yeah. different opinion. That's fine. Well, um. Man. You know, in hindsight, if this is the match they would have put on, instead of doing the, oh, it takes one lucky punch thing, what if Logan just said, hey, Roman, you might not understand this. Like, I, I'm a I'm a legit phenom at this. I've had two matches so far, and I'm operating at a whole other level compared to a lot of people who even started wrestling, all right? And I'm going to prove that to you. You might take, you might underestimate me, but I'm going to prove to you that I belong in this ring. Mm-hmm, that yeah. story would have made a lot more sense in yeah. the setup. And then if no, this match happened, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no. You and I, you and I tend to, uh, you and I tend to. Uh, how am I going to put this? My, my, because here, here's the thing: no argument we made against what went down in that match couldn't be couldn't be countered with. Well, it's pro wrestling. Jay Leno was written to, but the bottom line is, I'm not a huge fan of that, and I, I yeah. sort of ex- expanded on that about in my Wrestle Juice review because I, you know, I thought about it after the fact too, and I'm like, my God, everybody is just going crazy about this match. Maybe we didn't expand more upon the actual performance aspect of the match, which was phenomenal. Like I, I do think that we sort of short shrifted it in our review about just how great the actual performance of mm-hmm. Logan Paul was mm-hmm. in that match, mm-hmm. um, because I think. 
I don't know. I, I always get bugged when people like, you know, Jake Paul shows up and he takes out both the Usos. But we see that in pro wrestling all the time. And we saw Jay Leno take on Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And, and they tried to make that believable. But it was like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, it wasn't. That wasn't believable either. But, like, you know, people come out of the woodwork all the time. And, you know, the Giant showed up and he beat Hulk Hogan in his first match. But then yeah. again, we didn't know anything about the Giant. Like, our thing, my thing about Logan Paul was, like, his, his main background is social media. Um, but that's not to say... It's wrestling, you know, it's like people can show up and be amazing from the outset. That happens all the time. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, we caught some flack, I think, because we were focusing on kind of the thing that a lot of people were not focusing on, which was the the performance of the match. Um, and the actual performance of the match was stellar. It yeah, really it was, was fantastic. I mean, we did mention that both performances were fantastic, that Roman helped make Logan look like a million bucks, but then we, Logo, did, a bit, we Logan, did that for about three minutes. And then I know we the, 20 minutes. otherwise 20 minutes complaining <laughs> about the creative aspect, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. But I mean, I, I you might be right in that. Maybe we didn't do enough to delineate. Hey, this is the part that we didn't necessarily appreciate the creative aspect versus the performance. And maybe we yeah. didn't expound upon how much yeah. we actually enjoyed the performance. But regardless, anyways, you know, it really, this last I'll say about it, it's it's a situation where you have Roman, who's the self-proclaimed goat. He's a champion. He's been champ for almost 800 days. Now, if this same thing had happened, like when Logan has a match against The Miz. I know The Miz is a former world champion, but he's not. He's never been as powered up as Roman is now. Sure, yeah. So yeah. when Logan had a really, really good performance against The Miz, it didn't. I didn't. I didn't really take much quibble with it, or didn't quibble with it much because The Miz ain't Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm, yeah. Roman's your top guy, and I know yeah. he b- rarely wins matches without interference, without some for- overbooking. I get that. Same time though, Roman's your top guy. Yeah, you know he's the he's the final boss, yeah. and it just it, it it for me it's just a bit much to think. Okay, Logan, given the story they pitched to us in advance, would be able to not just kind of stand toe to toe with Roman, but for large stretches of the match, dominate the bout. Now again, oh if it's a situation yeah. where Logan says, "Hey," You're going to underestimate me. I'm going to surprise the hell out of you. Yeah. Um, that's something else. That's not the story yeah. they went to the match with. So, yeah, I don't want to necessarily revisit it, but I do feel like people tend to overlook the fact that his story, the build was kind of an afterthought because of how good the bloodline stuff was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you and I are story guys. And if this, if the build had been different and better, then I think I would have been like much more into that match. Yeah. Um, but uh, but anyways, yeah, we're getting in trouble again, dude. Uh, let's talk about this. In our opinion. I'm just hey, man, some commenter the other day happen. said I didn't have enough edge to me, that I was replaceable. Uh, somebody also said that you look like you're bricked up. YouTube comments are weird. Like, I'm like, at what point of the show does he look like he's erect? I don't know. <laughs> like, can we try to figure that one out? <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I, like, I've known you for 30 years. I don't know what your face looks like when you're when you have an erection. I don't know. So how some random YouTube commenter would know unless it's your don't wife. <laughs> She's got a burner account. She's like, oh, my husband looks bricked up. I know that face anywhere. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about this. Talk about somebody who's getting. Mm, and then how that doesn't work there. Braun Strowman yeah. putting his uh, foot in his mouth. Like I went JD yes. there. Braun Strowman uh, putting his foot in his mouth. Uh, following, of course, a generally well-received bout against Amos at Crown Jewel. Braun Strowman got on Twitter, bad move, uh, to put indie high flyers on blast. He tweeted this. 
holy hell, Amos, can you believe we got 47 stars? And reminded the people that no one cares about all these floppy floppers. Giants and monsters better than flippy flipper bag your groceries at Kroger. Hashtag airport test. Hashtag size the prize. Hashtag swole is the goal. Understandably, Braun got a lot of shit for this. And predictably. <laughs> Very predictably. Braun got a lot of flack for this take with Mustafa Ali getting in a back and forth with a monster of all monsters. Ali responded to Braun's tweet saying, can you teach me how to get fired? Woo! Braun retorted, don't you work at catering now? And Ali fired back, was definitely in the kitchen cooking you. Woo! Uh, after other wrestlers, such as William Ospreay and Christopher Jericho, sounded off on Braun's tweet. Strowman took to Twitter to walk back his original comment saying, Yo, yo, all my brothers and sisters in the locker room, no matter where you came from, I have mad respect. We have all worked very hard to be where we are and all are here for a reason. Take a joke, IWC. Y'all come at me nonstop. The second I fire back, y'all melt. Hands. Hands. I do feel like at this point, I feel like at this point, Braun was just kind of trolling people. With oh, this, man. yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think he. I mean, he probably does feel just like Sid. You, you know, he said that he, he used to say the same thing. Like there was that shoot interview where he was like hesitant to job to Benoit. Yeah. Because he was so much smaller than him. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, big men. They, 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 that's what that, that's what draws money. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, I there's, imagine there's, that's, a, that's a philosophy. People think I mean, we've always said in the show that. We like our variety in wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I thought Amos versus Braun was a lot of fun. Yeah. Same yeah. time, I like the high fly matches too. Yeah, they're cool, man. They're fun. If, if you're telling a good story that I can get invested in, you know, whether you're doing high flying stuff or it's just two huge guys punching the shit out of each other, doesn't matter if the story's good. I couldn't think of, of two more different styles and personalities than Orange Cassidy and Shibata, but they yeah. totally melded. Yeah that stuff into like a perfect match on Friday also. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Braun's out there making a ton of money. He's just trolling people. And of course everybody bites on it. Um, so, uh, so yeah, he's, 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 he's keeping it interesting. Th this shit cracked me up. The fact that he tagged Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> he said flippy flipper bag, your groceries at Kroger. I don't know why that made me laugh so much, but it really It's because he tagged Kroger, right? Yeah, because yeah, he cause he tagged Kroger. So yeah. all, all the responses to Braun are going to include, unless they go and unclick Kroger, Kroger is going to get all this. stand when people do that shit. Yeah, and man. then the social media manager over at Kroger's be like, what the heck is all this? Why what are we getting happening these? right now? Yeah, why are wrestlers you know, in my feed? Why are, why are the stars of AEW in my feed? I know. Yeah, absolutely. So anyways, yeah, you can't take a joke. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyways, uh, let's talk about WWE SmackDown. It was announced on SmackDown that the World Cup, the SmackDown World Cup, not the WWE World Cup, the SmackDown World Cup uh, is going to be uh, taking place. Do we have any participants yet no. for this World Cup? Nope. No. They just announced it. It was literally just a, a screen, like a, a, a card, but it was a motion. You know, it had a motion going on. It wasn't a still card that yeah. said uh, it was happening. That was it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing more. Right. Eight man tournament. Well, yeah. J Race is you know, eight, I'm, eight. I'm assuming there's going to be eight man tournament. I mean, are we thinking there's going to be, it's going to be like a proper like World Cup, like representation? I would think so. Like Shinsuke from Japan, mm-hmm. uh, Marcel Bartel from Germany, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I know Gunther is from Austria. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Eichner from Italy. Eichner's from Italy. That's right. So uh, maybe we'll get some fun Imperium, mm-hmm. you know, matchups. Yeah, that could be fun. Hey, put uh, uh, Eichner and Bartel, put them in the first round. Put yeah. them in the same, you know, in the, in the in a first round matchup. That'd be awesome. That and would then, be great. <laughs> for you know, and it's all they're also competing for the love of Gunther, you know, <laughs> who's you just go. sitting there waiting. Uh, yeah, we got Shinsuke. Of course, uh, you got you got Pete Dunn. You got Rich Holland. We, Rich Holland. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Seamus. That's right. Seamus. We um, got uh, where is Ray, anybody? Uh, from? Ray's on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Ray's on SmackDown. Uh, who's from Who's from Canadian land? Who's from Canada over there? On Sammy. SmackDown? Sammy. Oh, so oh, there you go. Sammy. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, that's like we just named a bunch of that's, people. That's, so that could be go. the field. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, that'll be good stuff. That'll oh, Santos. Stuff. Santos. Santos Escobar. from Mexico as well. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's all good stuff. Uh, that main event was pretty stellar. You got that right. Gunther. Gunther successfully defended his Intercontinental Championship. Against Ray Mysterio. Sorry, I'm just trying to do something. Ask where Uncle Howdy's from. <laughs> God damn. Can somebody please Photoshop Uncle Howdy at ringside at a UFC thing with please, both the titles? Please, that'd be great. Oh my gosh. Out there oh, throwing out the, the first pitch of a baseball game or something like that. Can 2K please put Uncle. Can somebody. Has anybody made Uncle Howdy in 2K? <laughs> oh, they need to do that, that shit. That would be spectacular. Drew from Scotland. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> Uncle J Ray says Uncle Howdy's from Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. <sighs> Some of the shit that Bo Dallas said in the past, like he's from, you know, like another planet or something, like the lizard people planet or some shit. Uh, so anyways, yeah, no, I thought I'm, I'm looking at this uh, SmackDown rundown here. Uh, Usos, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, it was cool. I like, hey, I like that um, they're advancing the Shayna Baszler, Ronda yes. Rousey stuff. Yeah, apparently That's pretty she did cool. break Natalia's nose. Yeah, I know. I saw the I saw the picture of Natalia there in the hospital. There, it's getting all fixed up. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, so yeah, I don't know. We'll just go ahead and dive into well, it. One thing, sorry, I'll interject here real yeah. quick. One thing I, I liked about SmackDown was it didn't help as, a whole lot as far as uh, determining picks for a couple matches for Crown Jewel. But I like that apart from the Bloodline stuff. Like SmackDown kind of existed outside of the storylines for Crown Jewel. 
Yeah, it wasn't just like, you know, just All set up and recap crown and stuff jewel. Like that, yeah, know? exactly. That's a really good point. Yeah, absolutely. But it actually gives us more to talk about because if it was just all set up for Crown Jewel, it'd be like, well, and this happened at Crown Jewel and this happened yeah. and this happened. I don't know. It feels like there's actually stuff to talk about here rather than just rehashing Crown Jewel stuff. That's a good point. I appreciate that. Triple H really does seem to like try at least to sort of make TV matter mm-hmm. a bit more than, than Vince McMahon did. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, it opened up with Liv Morgan versus Sonya Deville. Of course, this feud being used to further Liv Morgan as this new extreme version of Liv Morgan. And, uh, and this match right here sort of kept that thread going. Uh, this was no disqualification mm-hmm. between these two. So they were using like tables and chairs and stuff. And I thought the finish here where, uh, Liv hit a code breaker and then her finish oblivion, on the pile of chairs that I think Sonya Deville had set up mm-hmm. uh, was a really strong finish to this match. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a really, really, really good match. Um, that po- <clears throat> that power bomb on the pile of chairs Ooh. for Liv was that was that was Ooh. pretty harsh. Yeah, that was that was, that really was harsh. Stuff. It was a solid bout, and they're the storyline they were doing with Liv. <clears throat> you know, that was always kind of the thing. We we the issue when they were trying to build Liv up as a championship contender was she's put in a ton of work. In terms of improving in the ring, just it never seemed like, well, what's your character? Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, and now after she's had the title run, she dropped the belt to Ronda. Now they're really focusing on building her character up, and I think she's doing a fantastic job with it. Oh, they're giving her, yeah, they're giving her something to work with, and exactly. she's really like, you know, embracing it. And it's like, I imagine that's what most of those wrestlers want. It's like, just give me something to work with so that I... Opportunity, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, After that, we had an Emma interview talking about her uh, return last week against Ronda Rousey. She says, it's been five years since I've been in WWE, and I wasn't sure it was the day that was going to come. She said, I had something to prove when I answered Ronda's challenge, and then Zia Lee steps up. We haven't seen her in a little while. She's Mm -hmm. only been on SmackDown, I think, like twice since uh, Triple H took over. She uh, She says, I watched you lose. The only thing you prove is that you're weak. And then Emma says, all right, number one, that was Ronda Rousey. And number two, she forearms Zia Lee. So it's cool. We're going to get a feud now between Emma mm-hmm. and Zia Lee because Zia I, I, Lee is, is really fantastic, man. Like her, yeah. the, the, all, all the packaging and like she's a really terrific wrestler. Um, I've sort of missed her on TV, so I was really happy to see her. Hopefully they bring return. back the lightning from her entrance because that was super cool. Oh, that was money. That stuff was great. Yeah, that was great. That was great it's stuff. It's like the emperor ultimate power. Yeah, no. Yeah, had all that, that good stuff. Hand lightning coming out. Right. Uh, then we had uh, two video packages, Logan Paul, Roman Reigns one. Then we had a Viking Raiders one with Sarah Logan again. Uh, then we had Ricochet taking on L.A. Knight. Yeah. For the bout. Steve, you want to take care of this promo? Oh, L.A. Knight's got a promo. Let me talk to you. You got to be kidding me because right now I'm a megastar is walking down this aisle. Yeah, that means this incel and that incel right there want to get on the gravy train right now. A couple weeks ago, the ring announcer couldn't even get my hometown right. Yeah, I get it. What she was feeling was the Kavorka of LA night, but the intro tonight still wasn't good enough for the megastar. Didn't get me bricked up. No, Ricochet. Takes me out with a suicide dive. Oh, that's part of the notes of the match. Yeah. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. And the match happened. Yeah, the match about. happened. Uh, Ricochet, finished, saw Ricochet go up to the top rope. L.A. Knight gets on his feet. Ricochet leaps off. Uh, rolls up L.A. Knight. Knight then rolls through for a roll-up of his own, then grabs tight and the second rope. Yeah. To get the win. Oh, he's yeah. in there. 
<laughs> more ricochet, you know. You get, oh man, Triple H is coming take over. He likes the end the 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 in in ring guys, the big workers, work rate guys. You work rate guys, you're, you're gonna be jobbing out to these personalities. <laughs> Triple H loves L.A. Knight. Yeah, <laughs> he loves this guy. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's going to be really interesting to see where L.A. Knight eventually lands in the in the general hierarchy of things because I just don't see world champion there. But, like, maybe after Gunther loses the title, mm-hmm. maybe L.A. Knight intercontinental. I don't know. You know, that's what we said in NXT, but he got himself over in NXT. Dude, Huge. people loved him. Huge. Yeah. But maybe he's the kind of guy who you can get him over, but like you don't really need a title on him. But maybe one would work. I mean, he looked, hey, he looked really cool with that million dollar title. He did. I need to bring that thing back. Still feel like he needs to upgrade his 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 ring gear. Yeah, man, if it ain't broke, why fix it? I don't understand what the symbol. They, you know what the symbols look like? Know. It looks like he got his gear from like a Klingon ship. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like Klingon words. Yeah, on his yeah. ship. No, it does. Yeah. And it's also like red and black, which is like sort of a Klingon thing. Yeah, yeah, man. But it looks like it has it's it's whatever the logo, or whatever it is. But then it has an outline around it, so you can't really. It's kind of it's kind of hard to tell what it is. Is he gonna bring a bat left to the ring, man? That may be. It's gonna come with his uh, his buddy General Kurg. <laughs> Give me Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we have the Bloodline talking in their locker room. Uh, and Sammy, you know, once again, the the manager here, saying the supervisor, saying, "Okay, the bloodline is rolling right now. Roman's about to handle his business at Crown Jewel." He says, "So are you guys against the Brutes? And when you do, you're on the verge of breaking the all time record for the longest tag title reign in history. You guys are there." And then uh, Jay says, "We are there. We're about to go tell the Brutes what's about to happen tomorrow." And Sammy's like, "Whoa, whoa, wait a second. You mean in the ring?" And Jay's like, "Yeah, right now." And Sammy says, okay, hold on a second. Wait, we talked about this. Can, can you please not do that? He says, the match is made. Go get a good night's sleep. You beat the Brutes. You go on, and, and the record is right around the corner. There's no reason for that. And Jay says, and I like this. There's a delineation here between mm-hmm. Bloodline and, hey, we're the almost going to be the longest reigning tag teams, tag teams in history. And he says, uh, Jay says, okay, just because you're Sammy Uso now, you think you're in charge of me. This isn't a bloodline thing. This is an Uso thing. And we were tag champs before you, and we'll be tag champs long after you're gone, Sammy. And he tells Jimmy, let's go. And Sammy's like, Jimmy, come on. Can you not do this? Can you help me out here? And he's like, sorry, my dog. He's got a point. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we're backstage. Bray Wyatt has a promo. Uh, Bray Wyatt is now concerned about mundane things like being stuck in traffic. <laughs> this uh, was amazing. This, this was, was something great. else. So yeah. then, he, so he says, "I'm not the type of person who likes to share my feelings. In fact, the concept is brand new to me entirely, and it makes it even harder for me when people play with me like that. When people interrupt me when I'm trying to do something. He's talking about when he's interrupted by Uncle Howdy last week. This is obviously incredibly hard for me. So then, some dude, some production guy, wanders in the background. You hear someone say, "Hey, they're live." Yeah, and this guy just wanders in the frame. So Bray walks over to him and says, "You know, mm. I know you're here to do your job. I'm just trying to do my job." But you know that feeling you get, that feeling when you when you get when you're in traffic, someone cuts you off right in front of your face and driving past and smiling at you, and then after that you just fantasize about what you'd do to if you had him for thirty seconds. What would you do for thirty seconds alone? I can't stand the way I'm thinking about things. I hate myself right now. You understand that? All I want to do is take your head and smash it into that concrete wall over there. I can't even handle myself. I'm a hair away, so I want you to do something. I need you to reach down from the bottom of your soul and look at me in the eyes and apologize to me. That you didn't mean to bust it. 
You didn't mean to come in and mess things up. Tell me you're sorry. And he's elevating, you know, his his the volume of his voice during this whole thing. And dude just says, I'm 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 really sorry. I didn't mean to. Embraces I know, I man. I know. I know. Please, please go please away. Please go away. Honestly, bro. And then while he's, you know, like it, while his emotions are, are, are amplifying, we get little cuts mm-hmm. of Uncle Howdy stuff. Yeah. And various yeah. imagery. Don't you, hey, man, once you have the grocery store and some old lady in front of you is writing a check out of a checkbook and she gets out of check registry and she's trying to figure out how much money she's got left for the month so she can go down to the casino. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> bugs me though is not the person writing the check is when they have to put the check the check feeder and oh, then man. that thing just collect dust for months on end and so you try to put a check in there and they're like okay it's not reading you know what that's what takes a while i don't care about anybody writing a check or, or coupons you know what bugs me man is when you target and they offer them the red card and the person says yes and then they gotta fill out a whole goddamn credit card application in front of you that bugs the shit out of me there are people behind you, man. So please reach down in your soul and say sorry, She's man. Gonna, she go to customer service and do that. I know. Oh, that annoys the crap out of me. I'm like, bro, you do not need, you do not need another credit card. Clearly, go to Target. Go, go there for a five dollar thing. You spend a hundred bucks because there's so many great things that man, including a Sammy Guevara AEW figure. Apparently, five of them. Isn't that isn't that right, Maggie? Anyways, after that, we had a Nusos promo. Uh, Jay says, the bloodline's now in your city. And Jimmy says, uh, we're on our way to making the history. And it starts at Crown Royal. He says, we'll be the longest reigning tag champs. And then Jay says, and it starts with the brawling brutes. The brutes are the twos or the ones. A new day come out. Tell the Usos to slow it down. Kofi says, a crown jewel. It's going to be the Usos versus the brutes. He says, if I'm being honest, we're rooting for the brutes. And Wood says, if by some stroke of luck, you guys retain the championships, we want the Usos to understand one thing. When you're on that plane flying back home, as soon as you touch down on American soil, you'll have the New Day waiting to protect our record. And Kofi says, in other words, we got next. And the Usos hold up the belts in the New Day's face. Butch and Ridge lay out the Usos from behind. Woods tell the Brutes to beat them up. Then they all lay into the Usos. Sammy and Solo come out to make the save. Bloodline clear the ring of everybody but Ridge. They hit him with super kicks. Look for a double splash. Butch gets in the ring with a shillelagh. He lays out the Usos and Sammy solo drops him with an Uranagi. Yep. So yeah, that was good stuff. I mean, it seems like I mean, is that gonna be like if it's gonna be the bloodline with their five people, it seems like Roman's gonna be in that match. Mm-hmm. Uh you got Sheamus, the Brutes, and then I get maybe New Day if yeah, they're gonna want this finish of some, you know, somehow. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah, that too. Be. Yeah. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
Uh, then we get a Ray Mysterio interview. He says, I love competing at WWE as part of who I am and it's given my I've given my whole life to this business. And that's something I've shared with my son, but now I'm haunted oh, by the memories just and I misses him. I miss let him. it let it go, Ray. I miss let my it son. Go. I'm but missing my but I'm not giving up now. I'm gonna show him that even when the worst happens, you can't give up. Gunther is one hell of an opponent. I still feel the pain from the chop he gave me last week, but I'm going to use all that pain inside to, to rage, and I'm going to chop Gunther down to size and become the new Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, man. Uh, after that, we had Shayna Baszler versus Natalia. Ronda accompanied Shayna Baszler to mm-hmm. the ring, so they're like a thing, uh, which is which is kind of cool, man. I think yes. that they make for a badass duo. They got all that history together, like legitimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Shayna sort sort of back to like NXT. Shayna, yep, just wrecking people. She didn't get um, rolled up, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Importantly, she didn't get uh, rolled up. Uh, so Shayna ends up making Natalia pass out in the Carafuna clutch, and then Shayna and Ronda are about to leave. Ronda puts the brakes on, says something to Shayna. Shayna lowers her knee pad and knees Natty in the face and seemingly legitimately broke her, her, broke yeah, her, it looked her face. That way. <clears throat> it looked that way. Uh, we got a Drew McIntyre. Where, well, let's, let's talk about this real quick. Where would you like to see this Shayna Ronda thing go before Shayna finally turns on Ronda? Wouldn't it be cool if Shayna was want to take that title off Ronda? That'd be great. Wouldn't that be That'd awesome? That'd be great. They should go after the tag titles. They should go after the tag titles. I agree with that. Have Ronda do double duty at WrestleMania. Yeah. Have them do it night one and night two. That'd be cool. You could do that because it's, it's two nights. It's two uh, nights. Then, then we got a Drew McIntyre carrying cross video package followed by MVP promo. He says, I was pleased when I found out when uh, that Braun was going to be in action tonight and so close to his match at Crown Jewel with the Moss. You know that I'm kind of a big deal, so I use my connections to sort out the opposition. I've got some opponents for Braun tonight, five of them. So we have five local enhancement talents make their entrance. Braun just trucks through all five of them to get to the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, he gets in the ring. MVP rolls out, starts running around the ring towards the ramp, but he stops, takes a swing with his cane. Braun catches it, snaps the cane over his knee, and then Braun throws MVP into the barricade, puts him in the ring, and then hits him with three power slams. Mm-hmm. Took him out of the crown jewel um, <clears throat> event. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Gunther interview. Uh, the, the Kaiser Ludwig first takes the mic from Kayla, hands it to Gunther. Gunther says, tonight, I'm going to step in the ring and defend my title with dignity, respect, and honor. Rey Mysterio has no honor. That's why his son turned his back on him. One thing will never change, and that's me being the Intercontinental Champion. So Rey Mysterio has honor no more, huh? He has honor no more, no more. How much did Eddie Edwards love saying that on Impact? Honor no more is no more. Tons. Yeah, he said that a lot. He said a lot. I'm guessing yeah. he's going to say it for several more weeks while he's feuding with PCO. That's messed up. Why would Why would Gunther think that Ray has no honor? Because his Because his son like is he just is it mind games or he actually think that Ray has no honor? This dude's like a legend, man. Yeah, no. Perhaps it is Dom that has no honor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No honor, no more for Dom. Yeah. Uh, after that, they announced the SmackDown World Cup of Wrestling. Uh, eight wrestlers compete for this World Cup of Wrestling. Uh, next week, we've got uh, uh, Nakamura versus Santos Escobar. We had a legato video package. Santos said he thought, and they <laughs> like prominently, they've got the PS5, the studded out PS5 controller between Escobar and uh, Zelina Vega. 
And uh, Santos says, I thought Nakamura was an intelligent guy, but his choice last week means <clears throat> I now have to make an example out of him. Uh, Vega says, the time for talking is done. And after what happens uh, to Shinsuke, everybody in WWE will see why Legato's growing empire can't be stopped. Yep. I mean, our main event, Rey Mysterio versus Gunther. Uh, they did a really good job of, of having Ray, as he <clears throat> stated in his promo, try to chop down Gunther to size. Try to put sleeper on him. Got Gunther down to a knee. Um, after he escapes powerbomb a couple times. Uh, Rana's... Here's one thing I wish they had done in this match, especially if this is like a one-off deal. Gunther does a 6-1-9. You got that right, buddy. We do have video of that. I, mean, I know, we but can I want to see it that. on Fox television. I know, but like, how do you, have you noticed that like Gunther looks less like Dom now that he lost a bunch of weight? Yeah, but still. Than he did before, but Dom is really thin. It doesn't have anything to do with the, but the weight, the way his face filled out, he looked yeah. like Dom. No, I know. I get all <laughs> so that. So now it's Gunther. It's a different guy. Walter That's, was the guy, yeah. At the same time, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. It'd be nice. Uh, the finish saw Ray missing a frog splash, but hits a... Uh, oh, Gunther hits a drop kick, power bomb. Ray kicks out. So then uh, Gunther blasts Ray with a chop, looks for a power bomb. Ray counters that with a Hurricane Rana. That sends Gunther into the ropes. Ray is looking for 619. Instead, Gunther gets up, hits Ray with a huge boot, and then grabs his arm, pulls him up from off the mat right into a clothesline to get the win. It was like the way Devlin does the devil inside, but he hits yeah. a short arms clothesline. Yeah. I love this because I think it's been a couple times now that Gunther will win with different moves. Yep. He, they did that That's, in NXT UK too. Yeah. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That is that is how this shit should be. I know the trope in, in, in wrestling in general, people have their finishing move, but I love it. Like Cody used to do that shit all the time. Yeah, you know he he, he, pinned, like, he pinned Sean Spears with a figure four. I know that was great. <laughs> That's pretty cheesy. It was awesome. Um, but no, I dude, this was a pay per view level match. Mm-hmm. It was really this good. was a fucking outstanding match. This was really really good. Um, yeah, this was this was really outstanding stuff. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. Uh, Rampage opening bout, good stuff as well. This Katsuyori is Rampage Shibata versus Orange Cassidy with Mike Tyson on commentary. How great was Tyson? He was super into it. He was really just taking it very seriously mm-hmm. and not like, <sighs> you know, and, and whenever JR would say something, he'd be like, oh, that's a great point that JR. That was, he was awesome. I loved him. I, this match was outstanding. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know what I was, what I was going to expect, but, you know, Orange Cassidy understanding that, you know, he's got, he's, he is what, who he is. Mm-hmm. When they did that sit down thing, and Shibata was kind of like, no, you hit me first, you hit me first, you hit me first. And then Orange Cassidy did the silly stuff. And then he was like, okay, I got my comedy shtick out of the way. Now let's do this for reals. Yeah. I loved that stuff, really playing with you know the idea of what it is he does mm-hmm. versus what he wanted to do, which was a strong style match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved this, man. I thought it was so good. Well, I, I like Shibata, kind of the flip side of that, adopting some of Orange Cassidy's bits yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it, yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. We we got a, a match made for full gear during the show as well. We got our Ring of Jericho title bout, and it's going to be a four way match. You got Danielson and Claudio making the case why they should be next to face Jericho for the title. Jericho says, "Why choose one? I'll take on both of them, but I want Sammy Guevara." In the, sorry, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara in the match too, so he can have my back. And when the time comes. For him to make the right choice. Isn't that right, little buddy? 
Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oof. Yeah, that's going to be this it's going to be a wildly entertaining match. It's yeah, going it to be, be a really entertaining match. Um I like that little I like that little story beat right there, you know, putting Sammy back on his heels a little bit, mm-hmm. not knowing exactly how to take that. Um I mean, there's a million different. I mean, I don't know. There's sort of like two ways, I guess, this this can happen. I, I get the feeling that it's probably just going to land back in Jericho's lap. I would think so. The title, because if they wanted Danielson to hold that title, they would just do a one on one, and Jericho would probably have no problems jobbing yeah. Daniel yeah. with Brian Danielson, which is maybe where it's ultimately going to lead to. Um, and maybe they just want to fit more people into this. I don't know. You know, if if, if kind of like the overarching narrative of full gear, and Jericho mentioned this during his promo, about Blackpool Combat Club falling apart. Mm-hmm. Early in the show, we have this match where Jer- you know, Jericho says, Danielson and Claudio can't wait to tear each other apart. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that happens. And you have Regal, whether he's ringside for the bout or on commentary, just like, gosh, what are you doing, guys? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And that just, if he ends up joining up with MJF during the main event, it's like, oh, okay. It's, re- it's, it's You're telling that story more or less all in the course of one show. So it makes sense. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But we don't know if that's happening. It would have been, it would actually would have been kind of cool if the whole like fatal four-way thing would have been as like a suggestion of sorts from Regal mm. to sort of foreshadow what was going to happen. Yeah. You know, like, you know, maybe he's like, hey, maybe if you both try to get in this match, mm-hmm. you know, and then challenge Jericho and one of his guys. And then they do that and they, he knows full well that they're just going to rip into each other. Yeah. Further so those seeds of chaos. Um, yeah, that could have been cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, otherwise, I don't know. Oh, we got Ricky Starks back. Ricky yeah. Starks is back. And that's great. Yeah. And uh, he's going to be in the Eliminator Tournament. Mm-hmm. And we got the brackets for that Eliminator Tournament. Yep. And it's totally going to be him versus uh, he, all ego he, Ethan he, Page. Ethan Page in the finals, yeah. In the final. What, so are the finals happening at full gear? Or is this going to be yeah. an after full gear? Yeah, yeah. Full gear has the finals. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that's going to be. Oh, my God. Ethan Page versus Ricky Starks. That'll be good. Give it some time on an 18 match card. I know. Yeah. It's going to be a long card. You got that right, bud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, let's dive into it. First up, we had that Orange Cassidy Katsuyori Shibata match, uh, and yeah, like you said, there was like you know Shibata was doing some of the silly Orange Cassidy stuff. Cassidy was doing uh, you know some of the strong style stuff. It all fit together so great uh, in the end. I I I don't know if I've seen a Shibata match since he's been back. He's only had has he only had like I a handful. Watched of them? the I think I watched. No, I didn't watch that one. Was I was surprised one? just how hard he goes. Yeah. Well, apparently, in, uh, I was listening to a little bit of Wrestling Observer Radio, and they were saying on there that in Japan, it's kind of with kids, you know, if you're wrestling Shibata, really? you do it with kids' gloves. Wow. Like his first match back against Saber, I believe, was just a technical wrestling match. Like no yeah, I remember that. I remember I'm that. I remember who his know. second match yeah. was against. I don't remember who his second match was against. That's what I saw. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't remember who it was against. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he was like flipping all over the place, and yeah, and uh, I was like, man, I didn't realize that he would he'd be able to do that. Um, so, anyways, in the end, Orange Cassidy gets the win here with an Orange Punch, the the dream match, uh, uh, All Atlantic title. Oh, that's right. Edub says a uh, young line. I think was it was it Ren Narita? 
Ah, okay. It was Red and Narita, yeah, at Wrestle Kingdom last year. Okay. All That's right. who it was. Uh, and then afterwards, Shabana and Cassidy shake hands, and Orange puts his sunglasses on him, and they do the pose, and it was, was awesome. Cool. It, it was, was cool. real. It was really cool. Yeah, it was. It cool. was awesome. Uh, hopefully, I guess there's some rumors that Shibata might have a match with uh, Danielson coming Ooh. up soon. Ooh, I know. Whoa, whoa. I know. Uh, oh. Then we get a Tony Storm interview. Uh, she asks, "Why has Jamie Hader become such a bully?" Mm-hmm. Um, she says, "I never." Uh, Never did anything wrong to Jamie. And then there's Britt who continues to manipulate Jamie and gets away with it. But all these decisions Jamie is making, she'll have to take responsibility for them, just like Jamie will be responsible for what I do to her at full gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really I took horrible notes for that interview. After that, we another interview with time with <laughs> Danielson, Claudio, and Regal. So uh, Claudio says, you know, I can if, if Jericho wants to have matches, defend his ring of Jericho title, whatever. What I can't stand is when he attacks non-wrestlers. Like mm-hmm. Ian Riccoboni. Oh, yeah. And he says, so Chris, you talk about how you want to beat all the former Ring of Honor champs. Well, I'm a former champ, and I haven't gotten my rematch yet, so look no further for your next challenger. And then Danielson says, I was a former Ring of Honor champion. I brought honor and prestige to the title. Uh, I, I, I have a list of reasons why I dislike Jericho, but Rampage isn't long enough to list them all off. Give mm-hmm. me one more opportunity, and I swear I'll take that title from around your waist. And Regal says, all right, both of these guys have a legit reason to face you, Jericho. Balls in your court. Make your choice. Oh, shit. I didn't see that part. Yeah, so Regal did kind of set that up, huh? A little bit. He's like, hey, both these men here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm breaking up the band. War games. War games. Uh, after that, uh, we had Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Sky Blue and Madison Rain. Uh, of course, uh, Jamie gets the win here with a uh, Rainmaker. Yeah. On, uh, who is it? On Madison Rain, I think. Is yeah. That right? Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, Britt grabs the mic, says, uh, Tony thinks me and Jamie are bullies. She says, We're going to redefine what a bully is at full gear when Jamie becomes the next champion. And then Tony comes to the ring. She drops Rebel with a forearm, throws Britt into the barricade. Her and Jamie brawl a bit. Jamie, Tony puts Jamie in the cloverleaf. Britt blasts Tony with the title and then gives it over to Jamie. Jamie's just holding this title and putting her hands all over it. Doesn't look good for Jamie Hader at full gear. Doesn't, not yet, no. Doesn't look good. Then we get a Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara interview. Sammy so Guevara. Tony Schiavone says, hey, Chris, can you please stop attacking commentators? And Jericho says, all right, I can think, I could consider that. But backstage interviewers, no guarantees. Oh, no. And so then he responds to what uh, Regal and Claudio and Danielson um, had to say. And so Jericho says, Regal, with his amazing general manager experience, is going to tell me which match to choose for my next defense. A less honorable man would say neither, but the Ocho, what if I said both? Mm-hmm. says, I don't think the Blackpool Combat Club really like each other. So what if I said that I would take on both Claudio and Danielson because they'll tear each other apart? But what if I bring in one of my guys to even the odds and make it a four-way? And he says, Sammy, you're that fourth guy. And when Danielson and Claudio beat the hell out of each other and it's just me and you, I know you're going to do the right thing, aren't you, little buddy? Mm-mm-mm. Brother. Uh, after that, we had a Ricky Starks interview. And he says, I hear every week people online saying they want to see me on TV. And I never had to beg or plead with any of you to have my back because you like me. You know I can deliver because you know that I'm good. He says, you like me because I do the pose. Well, I like you too. I put in the work here since day one, and I hear everybody wants to know. They have questions. Well, I have the answer. Right now, I'm entering myself into Eliminator Tournament. He says, I know there are people that are proud. 
that they're an AEW pillar. How can he be proud when things are crumbling around us? He says, but I'm the guy who will hold this place up on my back and it's going to start at full gear. Don't let the loose shirt and tight pants fool you. I'm walking out of full gear as number one contender. I'm going to face John Moxley. He says, Mox has poured his blood for this company 10 times over. But what happens when that blood dries up, Mox? He says, or I could face Majef, the devil himself. He says, but what happens when a generational talent meets an absolute one? I don't deal in maybes. I deal in definites because I'm absolute. Ricky Starks. I feel like Ricky should be a bad guy, Larson. I feel like yeah. I don't like this baby face stuff. I, I don't mind baby face, Ricky, but I get your point. It's just, it's just, no, he needs, he needs, he needs to lead his own faction, not like a silly Team Taz faction. He needs to be like The Rock. I know that he gets that comparison made all yeah. the time, but it's an apt one because he's so damn talented. Yeah, he is. I'm not talking about the superficial shit. I'm saying the guy is just super talented, but man, he's got bad guy written all over him. Let the man be a bad guy and then he'll be an even bigger baby face. You, you know, the thing is, though, I don't necessarily, I think he'd be, make a great tweener. Just let him be Ricky Starks. He's not well, the pander he, okay, to the crowd, that, you know. No, that's the thing, though. He'd be he'd be good. He'd be a heel that would have to be a tweener. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'd be the guy. He's like a bad guy, and he talks a lot of shit. And whenever he tells the crowd to shut up, guess what they'll do? They'll cheer him even more. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just let him be himself. Uh, then we get another Sammy Guevara interview. Sammy. He says a full gear. He's want to talk about the stuff with. Jericho, really. He just says, uh, at full gear, the Ring of Honor title is going to stay in the Jericho Appreciation Society. But he says, I do want to talk about Brian Danielson. He says, I took Brian Danielson to his limit. I watched. I used to work at Subway, and I watched Brian Danielson win the, the world title. And I thought then, I'm going to wrestle that guy. I had a chance to wrestle him, and then I lost. So I'm going to challenge you to a two out of three falls match so I can beat you twice in one night, prove to everybody I'm better. I hope. Does he mean he was actually watching WrestleMania 30 at Subway while he was working there? Are they allowed to do that? Where's my meatball sandwich? Sammy's there doing this, doing the yes thing behind the counter. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. I asked for my meatball sandwich and three chocolate chip cookies. Yes. Yes. No. No. Yes. Yes. My sandwich. No to you watching the TV. Anyways. I'm here because that Jared guy lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> oh, wow. What a mess that guy was. Anyways, after that, we had uh, uh, it was, this was the, the main event, this Gates of Agony Warjoe crap. <laughs> we had an Embassy Warjoe interview. Prince Nana says, we're ready. The question is whether Warjoe is ready to walk through the gates of hell. And then Wardlow interrupts Joe. I don't think Joe liked that very no, much. No, I don't think he liked that or he didn't like that Wardlow pushed past him at the end of the match. Either. I know. He says, we're not here for the talking. We walk through hell, and I'm not worried about it. He says, I'm only worried about Hobbs. I dare you to attack me a third time. And Joe's like, yeah, I should really be the talker around here because I'm really good at it. I know. And then and the Wardlow leaves, and Joe just kind of, mm-hmm. all right, we're going now. Yeah, I guess the time for talking was over for Joe. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Gates of Agony versus War Joe, Samoa Low. Uh, Wardlow pins Khan after hitting the Powerbomb Symphony. Hobbs then comes to the stage and Wardlow pushes past Joe to talk some shit to Hobbs. I was I was waiting for Joe to choke out Wardlow right then and there. Yeah, he did. The, yeah, he was behind him, and I was like, "Oh, choke the shit out of that do guy! It. Do it! Title Joe. for title, Ring of Honor TV title for TNT title, and have Joe win both of them." You got that right, buddy. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe. Da, da, before da, we get da, to da, da. before <laughs> you got his WWE theme. <laughs> I mean, the, the well, his, his AEW one sounds ninety percent the same. 
I, I know. Da, 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 da. Um, so uh, Triple H is on his way to the Zoom. But before we get to that, we've got some questions here for SmackDown and uh, the other thing, Rampage. All righty. Alex Foster here on the Patreon. By the way, if you want the show ad-free, no advertisements, in the audio realm, uh, you can get that two ways on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. $5 a month gets you that, plus our bonus content. Um, And then also by going to Supercast. What is it? Shit. Supercast.tech. Goingandraw.supercast.tech, I think is what it is. That sounds about right. Sounds like that's right. Here, I'll, hold uh, on a second. I'll get you the exact thing. All right. Uh, first up from Alex Foster. Ray Mysterio decides to get back at Dom by spending time with Gunther. What father-son activity should they partake in to make Dom jealous? So I've seen a lot of like social media pictures of Ray Mysterio like partying with his kids. Mm. So go out and, and party. Go out the That's night good. on the town. That's good. Uh, Goingandraw.supercast.tech. Goingandraw.supercast.tech. Oh, okay, so it's going around. Okay, cool. So that's how you can get it ad-free as well if you want yes. the ad-free audio. Yes. Uh, Blake Whitehouse says, what does SmackDown need to improve to get you to review it before Monday? It There's... needs to be must-watch, like absolute must-watch TV every week. Um, I'm going to say nothing because I enjoy my Fridays. I really like my Saturdays, and I really like my Sundays. If it was like, I mean, if it was like, you know, how about this? How about this? We'll do this. If SmackDown gets to 4 million total viewership, we'll like talk about it. It'll Maybe. be a conversation. But for that have. to happen, I think it's got to be must watch TV. Like everybody stays home Friday night to watch SmackDown. And I'd need something in, in return, like my <laughs> Wednesdays, my Wednesday nights back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Be one night a week. Friday party time. I guess so. Uh, no, 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 it's, 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 yeah, it's, if, if it did really, really well and the demand was really there. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise I'm not going to do it. Oregon grinder here says in chat, who is your favorite in-ring performer of the three? Pat McAfee, bad bunny or Logan Paul? It's Logan Paul. Um, yeah, it's Logan Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Yellow flash. Will Shana stab Rhonda in the back? It's going to be a while. Yeah. Do you think that could be a Mania match, or do you think they're gonna? It's gonna go long. I think it's gonna go past Mania. Uh, it's possible. It's possible. Depends. I, part of it, I guess, depends on how much uh, Ronda wants to wrestle. What if Shayna won the Rumble and then was like the thumbs up, thumbs down thing? That'd be pretty cool. Where Ronda was like, "Hey, you should go challenge the Raw champion," and Shayna's like, "I'm gonna challenge you. I'm gonna challenge you. I know you better than anybody." Yeah, that's good. Uh, Nikhil says, "Who should be Gunther?" Nobody. You know, they could do like a cool story. Like what if it's Marcel Bartel? Sorry, uh, Ludwig Kaiser. Mm. What if they do like a cool, like inter Imperium thing where they, that's how they break up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I like Imperium. I like that. They've gone away from like the red stuff. Now they're all like black and gray gear. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. The red was too much. Why is it whenever somebody wears red, it has to be like the brightest possible red. I don't know. I mean, cause there's, there's such a thing. I think still, as as color safe, where there's two there's colors that could be too vivid for television screens because they burn in. These days, with with like OLEDs, is that the same? Is that still I don't know a if thing? it's necessarily still a thing, but you have someone that like Gunther's red uh, coat was like so red there's no definition in it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. He was like just in, in, in like uh, engulfed in like a, a blob of red. <laughs> you know, like you couldn't see sleeves because it was so such a vivid red. Yeah, you couldn't see any 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 like folds in it, no creasing yeah. anything. It was just like yeah. flat red. It was like too much. Leap of red, yeah. Uh, let's see here. So we don't have a full raw preview currently, but we do have one thing announced uh, via WB social media. Well, Triple H, he's going to give us the scoop. I think we, oh, we gotcha. realize that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All Luis Areza. Luis Areza. I appreciate that. But I'm, look, I'm, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to be doing paperwork, business paperwork. It's not that much Luis, paperwork. You don't even know what kind of paperwork we have here at the yeah, show. I should. Like I'm, I, I shield you from that stuff, man. I don't, I don't need you really to know that anxiety. Nah, man. I have to, I have to take care of that business. Luis Areza says, my real question is, so I recently started watching what we do in the shadows and thinking about how the fantastic movie doesn't get enough love. So what are some of your favorite underappreciated films? Assassination of Jesse James by the coward, Robert Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, to semi pro the Will Ferrell movie. Not enough people put that in the same league as like Talladega nights or, or Anchorman. or step. Brothers. In my opinion, it's just as funny or step brothers. Step brothers is like a step above all those though. Step of those really is above all those. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. Yeah, that is like the the cream of the crop right there. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. I, he's in the Zoom right now. All right, let's do it. So I'm going to go take care of that very important. I'm interested work. to see what breaking stories he he offers us. All right, all right. Let's see here. Let me go ahead and zoom him in. Here we go. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, it's me. Uh, it's Uncle Howdy. Maybe uh, you sound like Triple H, Uncle Howdy. No, it's Uncle Howdy. Uh, listen, uh, is it Uncle H? Listen, no, listen. Don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt right. Uncle Howdy. Uh, I'm a spooky character. Like I'm representative. I think of you being trash when you think you're good. Let me ask you something, Steve. Uh, Uncle Howdy wants to know if you're good or if you're trash. What do you think you are? Well, I'd like to think I'm... Don't I'm, interrupt I'm, me because my, I'm asking this question decent. for a reason. Uh, because if you think you're good, you're wrong. Uh, you're a big piece of trash. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, Uncle Howdy, do you have a raw preview for us tonight? I got a raw preview for that. Guess what? Guess what? It's just me. <laughs> like I was doing the... I was listening to you guys' show. And like I was joking. I was laughing about the Uncle Howdy stuff. I've totally, I've totally changed my mind. By the way, he's going to be the WWE champion now. Oh, big, that's great news. Great huge, news. huge scoop for you guys. Great there, news. Going great news. That Don't interrupt me, so but I'm glad that you guys brought that up because it's a great idea. Thank you, thank you. Look at that. I, I tricked you guys all. You guys knew that. It, you guys thought it was Uncle Howdy, but really it was Uncle Paul. Here to give my raw preview. I'm feeling rested. I got lots of sleep last night. It helped that I had the the uh, what is it called the daylight savings gimmick. Oh, the extra hour. Yeah. Don't interrupt. I got that extra hour of sleep. It was fantastic. I feel really great after coming back from Saudi Arabia. Very popular show. Very exciting. You guys, big dummies for crapping all over that main event. I thought it was totally believable. They had Leto fight Hulk Hogan, for God's sakes. You guys don't talk shit about that, but you talk shit about Logan Paul. I was burying you in your YouTube comments. Oh, that was you. Okay. Don't interrupt. It was oh, totally I'm happy, me. I'm happy you read our comments. I, uh, our you videos. know. I was the guy that said you look bricked up because I thought it was funny. Oh, that is funny. Uh, Thanks, Triple H. I said that the fat Cena is replaceable, 
Uh, I was talking you up on the thing, but then I think people got confused because they don't know which one is which. Uh, All right. Uh, what do we got for Raw tonight? What? Raw. Oh, oh, oh my God. Did you? Oh, my God. Don't interrupt. Oh, my God. You didn't. Did... Uh, no. Yeah, no, I, to- I totally did. Yeah, no, I got a... Oh, God. Hey, Triple H, not that you forgot to do raw or anything but uh where's this you want to brainstorm some ideas let's would you stop interrupting me i'm sure oh i know here it is i got it i got it right here i got it right here i got it right here uh two superstars will face battle tonight against each other on monday night raw which two you can find out tonight it's at 8 p.m Pacific, 7 p.m. Central. What about 5 p.m. Eastern. Eastern? Well, no, it's 8 Eastern. 8 Eastern. 8, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. our time. Can you give us any hints which two superstars? My are time. Make? Yeah, your time. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, I can. I'll give you two. Yes, it's uh, two people. Two people on Monday Night Raw. Probably going to be uh, like a, a Gable. And uh, like probably like Elias. I mean, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Seems like that's probably going to be the thing. That would make sense. Yeah, got to write that down here. Although we just saw that digital. a couple weeks ago, I thought you weren't that keen oh, on rematches. Oh, interrupt! I know you're trying to make me look bad. No, I'm just saying because I fooled you about the Uncle Howdy stuff, didn't I? No, I knew it was you the whole time. And then also the Bloodline. Oh, they're going to be on the show. More intrigue. Oh. Perhaps a Crown Royal recap, maybe, is what we're going to have definitely on the show tonight. Yeah, it was, it, look, it's a packed show. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Look at this. Hey, look. Oh, I'm Uncle Howdy again. <laughs> look at this shit. <laughs> All right, I got to go. I can't do this stuff anymore. All right, later, right. Uncle H. I'm not already gone. So... How did it go this time? It went fine. No, no, no preview really. He said two competitors were going to do battle. That's all he said. Which ones? Didn't say. Well, he said what? Gable. He said Gable and Elias, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, that could totally happen. But they had a match yeah. two weeks ago, and I didn't think you were into the, oh. the rematches anymore. Oh. And then he wow. just said, "Oh, I'm, I'm Uncle Howdy again." That he left. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. He he's Uncle Howdy. Well, Triple he, H he tried, is Uncle Howdy. He tried to. He did a really. He tried to trick me early. Think trying to talk like Uncle Howdy, put the Uncle Howdy picture on his avatar thing for Zoom. But Are you trolling me? No, it's triple. Watch the You're show. You're trolling me right watch now. Watch the There's show. No back way he done. did that. Yeah, really? He did. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. But so I, just, I called him Uncle H. Oh, that's cute. Did he respond to that? How does he always respond? Don't interrupt me. Yeah. Even when he asks a question, leaves a pause for an answer, he says that. Dude, I'll be honest with you. It sounds like it went all right. It did go all right. I didn't get yelled at once. It was it because he's got more sleep because of I the think so. uh, daylight savings. Okay, I sense. think so. Okay, all right, that's cool. <laughs> oh, what the the Twitch chat saying an advertisement came on when the Triple H call happened. Oh, that's a bummer. God damn it, we're moving back to YouTube. Hey, Larson. Yeah, Steve. You want to ask some questions? What? Sure, you sure. I got one here from Uncle H sixty nine. Wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, is 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 Logan Paul best celebrity wrestler? Ooh, ooh! I uh, would say, uh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, I was gonna say I don't think we've seen any celebrity 
um, acclimate themselves to the world of pro wrestling as quickly and at such a high level as as Logan Paul has. Mm-hmm. Um, I know mm-hmm. Bad Buddy uh, mm-hmm. did an awesome job. He did, yeah. Um, D'Angelo Williams in Impact several years ago did an awesome job. Mm-hmm. But in the span of, of three matches, and I know like Logan has time to work out his matches, practice the matches over and over. Um, I don't know uh, if if other celebrities. Yes, Steve. That was a staple of NXT. Yeah, they would they would because they weren't on the road. They would have the yeah, time to practice. be in the performance yeah, yeah. center and just go over their matches yeah, over yeah. and over again. Like I say I don't know if other celebrities who have gotten in the ring have had that kind of opportunity to practice their matches so far in advance. Yeah, Derek Brightwell mentions Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee's done an awesome job uh, when he's been in the ring. Um, the fact that Logan is athletic, his work is crisp. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like so far, three matches into his wrestling career, he's kind of... I can't think of anybody else who has had the performances that that he has had. I can't. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that so far he has been the one who seems <laughs> contrary to our... I guess this could be considered kind of contrary to our comments. The most believability like in the ring during the performance itself. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think... And I, and I kind of think it's not even close. Like I go back, I'm thinking of like Stephen Amell, who I thought did a really, really yeah. good job yeah. um, when he was wrestling. Um, Bad Bunny did a really phenomenal job. I have no idea if Logan Paul would be able to carry anybody to a really, really good match, but yeah. it, I could, I kind of wouldn't put it past him if he was able to at this point. Maybe I don't know. He seems to have picked it up really, really yeah. well and really yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know, man. I think even and I've I've seen some people like criticize his work punches. I thought his work punches looked fine. I yeah. thought they looked great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, in, in terms of having the actual performance down. Yeah, I, th- I think it's him. You mentioned some others. I know. Um, what was his face? Uh, Stefan Bonner did pretty good mm-hmm. in his match in Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, and he still he actually still wrestles. I, I know, think for like too. next level here in town, yeah. yeah, or something like that. I could be wrong yeah. about that. No, I think it is. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty clear. Like to to step up to that level, like with that kind of pressure, um. And and to kill it that much at Crown Jewel, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that he's probably top mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, uh, continuing on with the Paul brothers, Antonio L says, "How would you guys go about beating the Paul brothers in a tag match?" We're older, so we'd have to rely on our craftiness. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm that crafty, really. I mean, dude, we'd have to cheat. Yeah, ref we'd bump, have to low cheat. blows, ref outside bump, low blows, uh, brass knuckles, all that. We'd have all to just everything that we could possibly do. Yeah, I mean, I'd go to the sledgehammer because that's what my mentor Triple H, you know, uses. That's fine. I'll, our, I'll, I should say our mentor at this point, given that he calls into the going in Russia. That's true. Um, I'm, I'm always a, a huge fan of the versatility of the steel chair. Mm-hmm, yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, you you get your sledgehammer, I'll get the chair. I think okay. we'll be fine at that juncture. All right. You know, honestly, what if we make it like a false count anywhere at the Logan Paul compound, mm-hmm. and then we do a backyard wrestling spot off the roof? And at that point, it's like anybody—oh, that's who true. knows what's going to happen. Yeah, whoever gets know. up after that spot, you win. Mm-hmm, yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Uh, F pop here asks if Jay is legit injured, should they allow Sammy and solo to team with Jay? Well, for you know, if, if, if it's the, uh, the world, the tag title match is happening on SmackDown soon. And Jay can't make it. Then I think Sammy has to be in that match. I, you know, I wonder if this is one of those situations where they're throwing a curveball that could enhance the story. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, Oh, what do we do? All of a sudden Jay's out. This is an opportunity for us to go in a different direction that could actually enhance the story. And yeah, if Sammy's there and they end up losing those titles, oh my God. Oh my God. For yep. them not to get that record because of Sammy, oh wow. I know. I That'd know. be nuts. That'd that would be, be absolutely nuts. Yeah. For uh, the story, I think they should totally do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh Tokane asks, in what order do you think these wrestlers will win the WWE World Championship, if at all? Wrestlers are Gargano, Champa, Sami Zayn, Xavier Woods, and Gunther. WWE World Championship, a world title for those guys. In what order? Um, Gunther won. Yes. Probably, if if they keep, I mean, look, there, there's, I don't see a lot of likelihood with pretty much any of these names except for Gunther. But if they split the titles, then I'd say Gunther won. Gargano two, mm-hmm. Champa three, mm-hmm. Woods four, then Sami Zayn. Well, Sami last, huh? Yeah, because I don't think that his story really necessitates a title. No, it doesn't, because his beef is more so with Jay than with Roman at mm-hmm. this at yeah. this point, at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Chan asks, when should WWE pull the trigger on the bloodline turning on Sami before or after Mania? I think Four. everything. I think this story has to play out on the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. At WrestleMania, everything fucking blows off there. Yep. <clears throat> Whether that's Sammy and Kevin Owens getting the titles off the Usos or whatever. So I would say on the road to Mania, maybe post Rumble. Yep. Um, Mayor of Planet Houston says Roman adopts a YouTube killer gimmick. Who does he face next? And when does Xavier Woods get a shot at the title? Oh, Mr. Beast? Yeah, I think he Roman already called out challenged. Yeah. He already challenged Dwayne the Rock Johnson to rock, paper, scissors for charity. So that's bloodline interaction right there. That's true. Mr. Beast comes down. He comes down next. Yeah. Yep. It's got to be Mr. Beast. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at that name, Mr. Beast. Uh, let's see here. White Brownie, considering how over Rhea is, do you guys think Triple H changed plans on Bailey dethroning Bianca to Rhea being the one? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think that, I mean, I, I honestly don't know why he would have had Oscar and Alexa win the titles on Monday and then damage control, get them right back. Yeah, no. On Saturday, unless it was specifically Saudi Arabia wanted a title change and he did that. Or if he was, or if he just came up with a better story idea, then I don't know. I honestly have no idea. There's like five different things I can think of. But I have evidence for none of them whatsoever. Uh, Archer here asks, when Sammy gets turned on, should they have him bleed for more heightened heat? Yes. Yeah. That's when you use blood. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Thousand percent. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Stephen Earl says, who's the next influencer excluding Jake Paul to come to WWE? I mean, I, I sort of jokingly said Mr. Beast, but. I mean, God, I don't, I don't, I just don't know the sphere that well. Um, oh, like one of the, one of the, the, the people from dude perfect or something like that. 
the entirety of Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect yeah. versus Bloodline and War there Games. There we go. There we go. I like that. And then they they like they do a trick, but they miss. And they're like, okay, hold on a second. This only takes an hour. Yeah. <laughs> We've got it down to about an hour. Um, F-Pop says, who does Bloodline face the Survivor Series? I think it's going to be uh, Brutes and New Day together. Yep, I think so. I think so. Oh, Pontus Olsen here in chat says Simon Miller. That's the correct answer. Imagine Simon Miller. Oh, oh man. That'd be amazing. That'd be fantastic. Uh, Dunstan Williams says, who do you think from AEW or Impact could be a Wrestle Kingdom 17? Legitimately? Yeah, legitimately. I mean, if they want to do Shibata and Danielson, why not do that at Wrestle Kingdom? Oh, man. Yeah. Absolutely. That'd be pretty massive. Um. Okay, this is a cheat answer. Uh, Chris Bay and Ace, uh, Ace Austin. Are they in Junior Tag League? Oh, are they already in that? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I, I saw that something, some news about it, it today. shock me. Shock the system. That wouldn't shock me at all. They should be. It'd be weird if they weren't, actually. Uh, let's see here. Uh, here we go. Patrick Sparks, B-Man. Hey, friendos, it's Thanksgiving dinner. You have to task wrestlers with bringing the typical dishes of the feast. They Who are. do you task? Who do you task to bring what? Ace Austin and, and Chris Bay are in Junior Tag League. Fine. PCO goes to Wrestle Kingdom. PCO oh, wow. versus Okada. What, what dish do you think PCO would bring to Thanksgiving dinner? How oh, it's like roadkill. You'd <laughs> find some shit on the fucking road. It's like Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards. Take of it. I'm like, man, I would have eaten this, but you just took a bite out of it. I know. <laughs> I would have. I was gonna have some opossum guts. Oh god. Yeah. Ugh. And then it wakes up. <laughs> Typical dishes for your feast. Possums are like the PCO of the uh, of roadkill, aren't <laughs> yeah, they? they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. Oh man. Uh, Marvell says, how do you handle lower mid card titles in bigger companies? Do you simply give them a unique gimmick? Like the All Atlantic title in AEW tends to have champ and challenger be from different nations. Uh, you know, the, I, I think the, historically speaking, the most interesting, I feel like mid card title, at least in the last twenty some years, is probably the X division title. Oh, it's yeah. not a weight class thing. It's not a cruiserweight title. It's more, but like in a, I, I, I hesitate to even see style of wrestling. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just different. It's a, yeah. a mid card title, but it's not. It feels different and somewhat removed from the main title scene. It's not like there's any overlap there, but then there's yeah, the option C thing where you can cash in, you yeah. know, for a while it was kind of like people there pushing the, the, the pro wrestling forward stylistically. And to a certain degree, that's still the case because speedballs had it for, a, had it for a stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just like, like a different approach to a title. It's not really a specific thing. Yeah. And I've always really enjoyed how, how they've implemented that and how it's, you know, you know, by and large, it's, it's, it's for people who are high flyers, you know, but that's not always been the case. It's I've always thought it's like, what's wrestling going to look like five years from yeah. now Yeah, is like the idea behind the X vision, which is fucking awesome. No, you're, you're absolutely right. That's how you should, that's, that's how to do it. It should have a very specific, it should have a, just an interesting take. Mm-hmm. I like that. Gift of the uh, gods well, titles in, uh, in or title in Lucha Underground was cool too. I mean, it's pretty much yeah. money at the bank, but it was it was yeah. neat that it was a, a title that could be defended, but also you could cash it in. 
Yeah. We'll end on this one. I'm just trying to do something. It says, what's your inner Uncle Howdy telling you to eat for lunch? I already had lunch, but I'm hungry again. I already had, I just had lunch soup. yet. I mean, it's my inner Uncle Howdy. He's always telling me to go to Burger King for a long chicken sandwich. Mm. And that's why I got I to be better, man. Honestly, bro, I got to be better. I want to be remembered not for being a fat piece of shit, man. But my Uncle Howdy says, oh, no, Steve, you're a fat piece of shit. <laughs> Anyways, I was trying to think of something in my refrigerator that Uncle Howdy would be like, eat this. Eat, eat it. Yeah. If I know no. there's something where I look at it, I'm like, that looks good, but I shouldn't eat that. Oh, yeah. It's a McRibble. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You know you want it. You act like you don't, I mean, but you it, do. You know, like, historically speaking, I'd, I would try that. Eat it. So maybe I will. It's like, it's like a little mouth. It's a mask. Eat it now. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.